Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. Many years ago, someone said to me that a proverb a day keeps the devil away. Well, I'm not sure that's true, but I do believe a proverb a day will help you know what to do when the devil comes around. You see, the truth of the matter is we all need wisdom for living. And that is what the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament is all about. We're journeying through these poetic books and we've come now uh, to what is one of the most practical books in the whole Bible. And that's the book of Proverbs. This is a book that tells us how to live as Christians, how to live like people who know God. What Psalms is to our devotional life, Proverbs is to our practical life. What Psalms is to our worship, Proverbs is to our walk. In other words, out of the overflow of our time with God, we learn how to deal with people, how to make decisions, how to order our finances, how to be good employees and good employers. It literally touches every aspect of the Christian life. Someone has said that Psalms is the Christian on his knees and Proverbs is the Christian on his feet. I like that. And there's a divine order here. No Christian is prepared to be on his feet until first he's been on his knees. So we begin by learning to worship God, to be in the presence of God. And then we don't leave that presence. No, we walk in the presence of God into every day. Uh, the book of Proverbs is not about how to get right with God. It's about how to live right before the Lord, how to walk in His ways. The English word proverb literally means to say a great truth in a few words. Well, indeed, Proverbs fulfills that. But the Hebrew word proverb means to rule or to govern. And I believe with all of my heart what God sets forth in these sentence sermons in the book of Proverbs are truths, eternal truths, things that do not change, that He intends to rule and govern our life. Now the book of course, comes from many different sources as far as human penmen and many sayings passed down through the centuries. But they were compiled under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They're put on paper under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And the vast majority of the book is written by Solomon, the wisest man to ever live. A man who spoke 3,000 proverbs and wrote 1,005 songs according to 1 Kings. About 800 of those 3,000 Proverbs are found in this one book. Solomon knew about every area of life. He was a musician, a poet, a botanist, a zoologist, a businessman, an administrator, a builder, a philosopher, a king. And so this is a man that has life experience. But more than that, this is a man who had wisdom that came from God only. Interestingly enough, he's a wise man who made many foolish decisions. And you know, you can learn a lot from a man, not only about what to do, but also what not to do. And so we believe that Solomon, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is our teacher as we journey through the Proverbs. Now the key verse of the book is found very near the front door. Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. There are a host of individuals, personalities, if you will, that we're introduced to in the book of Proverbs. 
As a matter of fact, that's one of the tools that Solomon uses. There's about 26 different personalities in Proverbs. And uh, each one of these individuals or each one of these things that's given some identity uh, has some message for us. We're introduced to two of the main characters in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, and that is the wise man and the fool. The wise man is the man who learns to fear the Lord, to walk in the presence of God every day, to keep his eyes on the Lord. And the foolish man is the man that rejects all of that, that says he doesn't need that wisdom and he doesn't need that instruction. You know, sometimes as young people we think, well, if I get older, no one's going to tell me what to do. But the truth of the matter is, reproofs of instruction are the way of life. That's one of the Proverbs. And so, Proverbs is not just good for young people. Though it addresses young men from the very outset, it's good for all of us. At every age and at every stage in life, God has wisdom and God has instruction to give us. And how does He give that wisdom and instruction? He gives it through His Word. And that's what the book of Proverbs is. It is God's Word. It is God's wisdom for us. As a matter of fact, the book of Proverbs has a New Testament parallel and that is found in the book of James. Interestingly enough, the book of James has been called the Proverbs of the New Testament. And the book of Proverbs has been called the James of the Old Testament. Why? Because James talks about the wisdom that is from above. He gives the promise in James 1.5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, which giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. But what does Proverbs do? Proverbs says to those who want wisdom, who want to know God's way, Proverbs says, this is the Lord's way, walk in it. This is God's plan for your life. These are principles you can build your life upon. This is more than education. This is not wisdom from below. This is truly wisdom from above. It is God's wisdom. And friend, let me testify for a moment. I need that wisdom today. And you need that wisdom today. And how do you get that wisdom? Well, our key verse, Proverbs 1-7, unlocks the door to wisdom. It begins with the fear of the Lord. You know, there are two kinds of fear. There is the fear that God would hurt me, and then there is the fear that I would hurt Him. I fear that so many of us only know the fear of God as it relates to His judgment and His chastening, that somehow God will have to do something to get our attention. But can I tell you that the greatest fear is fear that I would hurt Him. It is a fear that Campbell Morgan said was closely akin to the love of God. I don't want to grieve the heart of a God who loved me so much He gave His own Son for me. Oh, I want to walk in wisdom today. Do you want to walk in wisdom? Well, as you journey through this book, the first nine chapters, there's a commendation of wisdom. Oh, for nine chapters, God says wisdom is best. Wisdom is God's way. And we learn something about the priority. With all thy getting, get wisdom. With all thy getting, get knowledge. Why? Because this is the best life. Then when you come to the middle of the book, chapters 10 through 24, there's a contrast of wisdom and folly. One of the tools used in the book of Proverbs is contrast and comparison. God sets one over against another. So you have key words like rather and better and God is saying, look, there's a foolish way, there's a, there's a pathway that's folly, but God's wisdom is so much better than all of that. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, don't follow man's way. Don't follow your way today. Find God's way. Then when you come to chapter number 25, through the rest of the book, through chapter 31, you have the counsel of wisdom. Folly has passed away. It's faded into the background. It's not going to last. 
but a wisdom, God's wisdom is eternal. And so the book ends with numerous counsels for us. It touches our relationships to your neighbors, to your enemies, uh, to gossips, to everybody. It regulates different areas of your life. It tells you how to deal with those who are over you and those who are under you. And then it concludes with Proverbs chapter 31. What a chapter it is. People say immediately, oh, the virtuous woman. Actually, if you read Proverbs 31, it's the wisdom of a mother to her son. That's interesting because the book begins with a father speaking to his son and it ends with a mother speaking to her son. And Proverbs 31 is not just about women. No, it's first about being the right kind of leader. The first nine verses is all about wisdom for leadership. And then it's about wise ladies in verses 10 through 31. In other words, this is for men and women. God wants all of us to be virtuous. God wants all of us to be wise. And I want to say to you today that wisdom is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians says, But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom. Christ is wisdom. Seek Him today. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.